Hey, welcome back to the Secrets of Downline Marketing Radio Podcast. I'm Nick Tellis, and here's a new episode. So, I wanted to, to share something that happened to, today with me. It was, it was pretty interesting. It's kind of kind of something that's been uh, building up for a bit, and I was trying to understand. Um, how many of you have been to Chipotle? Uh, yes, yeah, so this is, this is going to be a little weird. But... Um, what does Chipotle sell? It's like they sell fr- uh, fresh Mexican food. And I'm going to put quotations around Mexican. But they, they, they sell, you know, fresh tacos, burritos, salad bowls, bowls, and all that stuff. How, how does Chipotle constantly keep the doors running? How do they sell so much of their product? Well, A their stuff is fresh it's made right there on the spot like you can literally see into the kitchen and everything like they constantly turn turn in a burn in in terms of going through like food items people pretty much devour this stuff because they they got pretty ridiculous portions uh uh, except for certain things which i'll get to in a second and they really make their money on the add-ons now what do i mean by that well let me break it down uh, normally I go through Chipotle after a workout just to, to kind of like, kind of treat myself and stuff like that because you can kind of make, you can pretty much make it healthy. So it's kind of like a healthy cheat meal and stuff like that. But anyway, when you look at the menu right at the front, right now they have the cauliflower rice for like an add-on, but the main item is the meat or the protein of choice. So, and it's priced a certain way. But you get to choose whether it's a burrito, a bowl, tacos, or quesadilla, or salad bowl, whatever. So you're paying for the main protein item. That's really what you're paying for. Uh, not, not the style it comes in. So you get the main protein item. That's what you're paying for. Then, you know, they add, uh, you choose your salsa, sour cream, cheese, lettuce, and so on. Yes, they have the cauliflower rice they have the queso and they have the guac which are all upsells on two bucks and then uh they actually have like double portions of of meat which is usually like an extra like three four bucks and um when you watch them make it if you if you watch them make it what happens when you order a bowl let's say like it's a regular burrito bowl they fill the bottom half of that bowl with rice. Like, they fill it, like, completely, like, to that first line. But what happens if you get the cauliflower rice? They barely fill any of it. It's, like, barely a scoop. I've watched a few people so far barely get anything. I ordered today just to try it out, and I was like, for $2, like, that was a waste of money. But um, I understand that, like, it was an upsell. They don't make money on their main item. They make money on their upsells. So the cauliflower rice, the guac, the queso, the double meat, and the chips. That's where they make the money. They don't make money on the main item. So usually by the end of it, like if you don't add it, if you don't add any of the upsells, like you're just paying for the main item and, and you're done. Um, so you're spending by probably like nine, ten bucks and, and you're good. But if you had one of the upsells, you go from 10 to around 12, 13 bucks. And if you add another, it goes up even more and so on and so forth, depending on tax or where you're at. So 
what like think about it you come in for the main item and you you know let's say your eye like depending on your stomach or your eye like you know you're that day you either get the upsells or you don't but let's say today was the day and um you like hey i want a burrito bowl um i want to do the cauliflower rice today okay you under, do understand it's extra two bucks yeah the signs everywhere i see it it's okay cool um they give you the rice now you choose your protein it's like hey i want to do double meat today okay it's gonna be extra yeah that's fine okay cool get the double meat and then um then you go on to the next thing okay i'll do the salsa i'll do the cheese i'll do the guac and lettuce it's like guac's extra yeah i understand guac's extra thanks cool what did you do there you basically turned almost an eight or nine dollar item into two let's say you just did double chicken so an extra two thirty two fifty or whatnot so two four so you're at four fifty extra then you do the guac it's an extra two dollars so you get six fifty so you're eight you're let's say it's eight dollars so eight dollars with six fifty on it just turn into fourteen fifty do you under like you're if if you're not paying attention yeah it's a very expensive meal for i don't know anybody but look at what just happened you took something that was eight bucks and turned it into almost fifteen dollars you almost doubled its price that is a very simple model to follow it's a very easy model to follow yet why is it that when you go to other places like let's say uh subway which they kind of make some of their stuff fresh there um they give you like little to nothing or uh let's say i'm trying to think of another place well uh, one, one of my other favorite places is blaze pizza it's a very good very good place they they pile that stuff on there they make it pretty good and uh for like one price that's it like you just add all this extra stuff where they make their upsells is like on certain ingredients and or if you like double up on like i think if you double up on stuff but think about it it's a very easy model to to, to work with you have the base item the order bump and upsells or just the upsells you don't make money on the main item in fact you're losing money but you make money on the add-ons McDonald's does the same thing. The best people that do it are McDonald's. McDonald's is... I'm sure... I don't know if you've never heard this before. And if you have, uh, you probably heard it one too many times. But here it is again. And if this is not your first time, well, allow me to illuminate. Is McDonald's in the fast food business? No. They're in the real estate business. They make money from the real estate. They buy the property and they rent it out. That's how they make their money. Initially what mcdonald's makes her money really on is hey would you like fries with that would you like to make that uh was it a out of fries and a coke or a drink or would you like to i haven't been to mcdonald's in, in a very long time so but they they ask you do you want to upgrade the size and stuff like that so your burger is like let's say you get a you get a regular burger it's like two three bucks uh, and as of late, I've heard they've started to go up quite a bit. So I may have to actually go take the, take a look at this. But if you just get the burger, you're just paying like three or four bucks for the main item. But if you add on the fries and the drink, now it's turning to eight bucks. Hey, do you want to 
do you want to upgrade the size? Okay, there's an extra $2 on top. I don't know what it is exactly. I'm just, I'm just using, like, that's actually how it's been illustrated to me. They don't make money on the main item. They make money on the upsells. Why am I saying this? Do you think your bit, like, the network marketing company you're with makes money from recruiting you or people? No, they don't. Because how many people join and then leave? Or join and don't do anything? I'm not saying like for every person you bring on, you get so much money. No, that's, that's illegal. I'm saying is you don't start making money until your team starts selling upsells. They start selling the products and services. And depending on where you're at in the position of the company in terms of like how, like, you know, what level or, or leg or anything like that, you will make a certain percentage. You will make a commission. So let's say, for example, you recruit someone and you do an entire uh, full, full line of products and services on them. And you make an initial uh, bit of money. Now, the person, like your upline will make money as well and so on and so forth to a certain degree. Now, you, like, you'll make money once, but as soon as that person recruits someone and you recruit another person, you go do one, this person goes do this one, you make money from both. You just got an upsell. I know this is, I know this is sounding weird, but like every person you bring on, it's technically an upsell. It's an order bump. It's an add-on. This, like I know this sounds really weird. I'm just I'm trying to illustrate a point. It's you really don't make a whole lot of money from doing the main thing. You make money from doing upsells and order bumps. How you can change this dynamic is by putting something in front of your opportunity, in front of your offer. Whatever that is, that's how you're going to make a like that now you like you've literally changed the script like you flipped the script instead of your opportunity being the main like main, being the main item that sometimes doesn't make money on the front end sometimes i'm not saying all the times like or that you will wrong I'm, I'm just saying it's like it's either hit and miss for some people uh if if you're not if you're not doing your targeting correctly your marketing you can literally put something in front of it in terms of the sell this is what affiliates do. This is what real marketers do. And this is what I'm doing. And what I've been trying to really uh, emphasize and illustrate very, uh, since the beginning of this, like this, this sh- like since I started this podcast, is that putting something in front of your opportunity makes your opportunity the order bump. Makes your opportunity the upsell. Because... I've, I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again. People don't join companies, they join people. You are the main product. You are the main item. People come to you, they listen to you, they, they take advice from you, they, like, you're the attractive character. They're, you're the person they follow. You're going to be their future leader or you are their leader. The company that you are a part of is the bonus. They're getting that as the upsell. That's, the, that's, what, like, that's where you'll make money on the back end. On the front end, you have to make money on the front end. You have to become, or you have to put something in front, uh, 
that gets you money on the front end. So that way, the stuff you make on the back end is literally pure profit. You have to sell something on the front end to break even. So that can be affiliate marketing. That can be your own product. It be your own service or whatever. Like, why? This is what set you apart from everybody. This is, this is the key aspect of paid prospecting. This is the key aspect of building an asset on the front end while building your business on the back end. Um, this is something I'm a, I'm a big advocate of and like I'm, I'm really focusing on this. Like this is my core focus uh, when it comes to like learning marketing and, and um, doing this. So whatever that front end opportunity or thing you front, uh, the item you put in front of your network marketing company, that yes, you may not make a lot of money. You may break even. You even may make some money. But don't let that be your only source. Build something on the front end that does create value, does solve a problem, and does filter people out. Because you're looking to narrow your focus so that you don't have very low retention rates or low like or high turnover. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, low retention rates and high turnover. You have almost low turnover and high retention rates because this is a this is an aspect of network marketing that happens a lot is i didn't make any money and i didn't um uh that's actually one of the big things like i didn't make any money and i didn't i like i ran out of people to talk to or you know contact there's been a lot of people that uh i've read in terms of some of their horror stories and some of their like you know tragic stories and stuff uh, both good and bad but also this like this is this is kind of a number one uh troubleshoot for everybody and this is something i'm trying to solve because this is what set your team apart from everybody else this is what will set yourself apart in your company and so on and so forth because if you solve this problem you will set like you will literally make more money than than anything else why am i it may sound like I'm being vague or generalized. It's like, because no one's really talking about this. I can't give you exactly, like you have to focus on this little itty bitty 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 thing, right? This this one right here will give you success. No, no. I'm trying to build up the, like the, the core, at least the core framework. Put like, put an offer on the front end, add an upsell or two or an order bump or anything like that in front of your opportunity. That's the framework. Put something in front of the company that's you. You control, that you focus. Let that be your main product. Let that be, you know, um, to go back to Chipotle, let that be your burrito ball or whatnot. <laughs> let that be the main main protein item. Yes, you may not make a little bit of money, but what you will build is a list of people who are singling themselves out and say, hey, I'm interested in this stuff. Great. Let me build a relationship with you. Let me let me let me talk to you and everything, and let me let me get to know you and stuff. So, because um, like we're in the same things. Like I like talking about this and so on and so forth. So, and um, this is how you'll be able to like you know build a relationship and then on the back end be able to ask. Actually, not even ask. Like, hey, um, since you like this thing, you'd lo- like if anything. Um, you know, you can check this thing out and go from here and whatnot. So, uh, if you've done your targeting and your marketing correctly, it won't, it won't necessarily be a hard ask. Um, it will be a very, uh, slow burn 
it'll be a slow ask it'll be warming up to the point where it's like i built something pretty awesome i want you to take a look you know and everything like that it'll be an ease it's not prospecting because these people singing themselves out they're the ones who like want to go for it be like hey i'm opening up applications or i'm opening up a few slots for this event here it is um here's where you like you know take a look at it this is where you would put like basically an application in some terms of um I, I run a business on the front end and I run a business on the back end and the back end is like where I actually bring people on and stuff like that. Here's what you're going to get. If you, uh, if you get accepted, like you're going to get all the stuff that like I teach on the front end for free, you're going to get all this stuff and everything, whatnot, but, um, it has to be a good fit for you as much as a good fit for us and me. So, you know, uh, if you apply, uh, you may get in, you may not No hard feelings, but, um, I am looking for people who are willing to take action and do stuff. Like that will set so that will that literally turn instead of you having a prospect now people have to ask you they have to beg you to pick them instead of you go beg for them to join you. you see what I did there? You see? The, 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 do you follow through? Why do you think Chipotle? Yes, I'm going back to that. Doesn't have to beg people to come in. They don't. People are begging to get in because. They want that freaking guac. They know it's an extra two dollars. They want that. They want those freaking upsells, like they because they're gonna keep. They're gonna keep coming back. They're gonna single themselves out and everything. Um, they don't have to beg people to come. I mean, they literally put fresh, and their stuff is really good. Fresh, like it's super fresh. I haven't had a batch bully like ever, in my opinion. I don't know if you have, but. Do they have to beg people to come in? No, they're going to come in on their own. In fact, they're going to bring their friends and be like, dude, you don't understand. Like, this stuff is the, the, the legit. Like, that changes everything. Instead of, you know, be like, oh, cross your fingers, hope it works. And here, here's the best part. How often does Chipotle add a new item to their menu? I think it's like once every two years. And even then, it's such an inexpensive item, whether or not it works. Like, seriously, I remember, was it, when they did the queso, the new one, that tasted like crap in the beginning, but they've changed the recipe. It's actually gotten better. It's been, um, it's been at least two years since, yeah, it's been about two, three years since they added that. And then, like, this past year, they, uh, they added cauliflower rice for the first time, which is still a work in progress. Like, it's, in my opinion, it tasted like, batch I got tasted like crap, but... Anyway, do you understand? You don't need to do things regularly. You just need to put something in front and, until people get used to it, and then you add something else. Like, by just adding one extra item or putting something in front on top as a bonus, you make more money. You make more um, make more value, add more stuff. You, like, you single yourself out. This is what you can do for your business on the front end. Build something on the front end that, that solves a problem add some up like add some extra offers some upsells and stuff like that you might be asking well what if i don't have anything what if i don't know that's why i said you can do affiliate stuff put an affiliate offer but understand once you understand your core market you understand your dream customer you understand your attractive character profile you understand like dream dream 100 like once you understand the, the core things about marketing you're going to be able to put together stuff that no one else has I bet you, you pull, you'll be able to, like, like right now, 
uh, I've been, I mentioned it a few times before. There's a guy in, uh, in my company. He's doing his own thing. He's doing his own marketing stuff. And I'm like, I sat there and listened. I was like, okay, this guy's pretty good. Like, he knows his stuff. Like, he's, he's pretty technical and stuff, which is really cool. What he's doing, I'm, I like. I'm just not completely interested in it. But there are others who are. And his results are great. I'm like, dude, I'm not knocking that. I was like, that's just not my cup of tea. Like, for me, like, I have no interest in that. But what he's, like, you know, teaching and everything, educating, dude, I'm totally down for. Like, I sat there and listened to his whole presentation. I didn't agree with most of it. But, like, for, the, like, for everything that he's doing, dude, I have the utmost respect because he's doing something different. He's, tr- he's putting himself out there. He's trying. That's exactly what I've been preaching and been practicing. I'm doing this podcast, like, literally every day now. Like, I now have, a, like, a framework of what I do. Like, I go to, I go to the gym. As soon as I get done, I do this. Like, that's, that's because I'm, I'm more focused. I'm more sharp and everything. Like, I can actually um, really uh, get all this stuff out. And should I be doing more during the day? Yeah, maybe. But uh, I still have, like, pre-workout on my system, so. But th- this, is, this is the thing. My podcast... This podcast is something in front of my opportunity, like my network marketing company. Am I pitching my company? No. I I will never say the name of the company I'm with. I'll never say the name of the people I'm with or anything like that. I will just, I will literally leave them in anonymous and give, leave, let them have their ambiguity, their, their autonomy and everything like that. Like, but I will say certain things that are happening of these individuals and stuff. Um, I will use them as examples. And I will use other names. But, like, more mainstream names? Yeah, I will definitely drop it. Russell Brunson, Steve Larson, Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone. Because these people are easy to find. And because these are the people I'm learning from. Who you learn from will be completely different. And that will set you apart. As I said before, focus on skill. Style comes later. Your skill in one area needs to develop before you build your style. Yes, you need to learn from others. Cultivate the skill you need to cultivate first. What I like for me, what I'm cultivating is funnel building and copywriting and marketing. Um, I'm focusing on these three areas. These are the three core areas I'm focusing on when it comes to marketing as a whole to set myself out uh, different. And right now, like I'm getting, I'm, I'm really kind of hammering down on the funnel building and funnel hacking, all that stuff. Like this, this little core area. Then the copywriting, everything I'm building upon as well, getting the messaging down. But the marketing, like I'm, I'm kind of like sprinkling a little bit here and there. Like I'm trying to pull together resources in terms about doing campaign launches, uh, campaigns, email marketing, like all these extra elements and stuff, all these extra add-ons. So because the frameworks I build are completely different from everybody else's. I like here. Let me let me let me let me, prove a point. Let me um, illustrate another point. How many personal development books are there out there? Does anyone have the same frameworks? Does anyone have the same result? And that and that is, I I picked that because network marketing is basically the opportunity to develop yourself. It's not the business. It's not the company. It is, it is literally one of the best education on self development tool like ever. 
you get to find out who you really are. It is a crash course in hardcore personal development, self-development, self-help, all that kind of stuff, business. Like, you get to find out who you really are. So, does anyone have the, the, the one, the, the, the end of... The answer to end all answers and stuff when it comes to like let's say self-development or self-help or personal development or anything like that no but do these people have frameworks and systems that you can learn from over and over and over and over again yeah the, the best illustration i can give at that point is how many frameworks does tony robbins have the guy is pushing like close to 70. He just had a birthday just like uh, a few days ago at the time of this recording. And like he's still pumping out those frameworks. Like if you watch any Tony Robbins uh, like video, they're like anywhere between half hour to an hour long. And he usually pumps out like at least uh, six to ten different frameworks in one video. Same thing focus on one build build as you go and develop your style focus on the main skill really really to back to, to chipotle chipotle focused on one thing and one thing only fresh mexican food burrito burrito bowl salad bowl tacos quesadilla that's pretty much all they do that's their that's their core frame that's their core framework how that interchanges do you want like you choose your protein or just veggies then you do um they, they it's it's a syst- like it's a it's a system like framework do you want a burrito or a bowl okay i'll take a bowl okay great well what type of rice not like this type of rice or no rice or cauliflower rice okay what type of protein okay this type of protein do you, uh, and the fajita veggies okay moving down the framework what kind of salsa okay great uh sour cream cheese guac lettuce like it's moving down the line you're moving down the framework you're moving down the steps how this goes in for network marketing is basically hey here's the framework in terms of how we uh, you know create our dream customer profile that you follow these specific steps from that now you build your attractive character framework you follow these steps. These two key point key frameworks right here are what's gonna save you decades of time. Years of time. Instead of banging against the phone, like calling lists like left and right. Once you have these two these two core frameworks, now we can go on to okay, where are we gonna market to? Okay, we're gonna market to these areas. Okay. But we're gonna focus on this one right here and this one alone. Okay, here's the framework on how we do that. Are you a uh, person who loves watching like video instructions and stuff and then doing it? Are you a person who loves listening to audiobooks and then doing it? Are you a person who just loves to read and then do it? Like, w- what category do you fall into that? Okay, this area? Okay, great. So we're going to build an entire marketing campaign based upon this core framework in terms of this avenue, in terms of what you, like, what you, you how you uh, take in information. You are literally going to focus on this area, and this is the, this is the messaging we're going to focus on with you because this is this is specialized to you and you alone. Okay, you have these core attributes about your attractive character. Here's who we're going to target. Okay, 
you do you see the difference in terms of this is a more systemized approach a more a more targeted approach than just take your phone out take a sheet of paper out take all your contacts off your phone all your friends off facebook empty it out on this paper and we're going to call each and every single one of them we're going to dm them we're going to facebook message them and we're going to keep going until we get uh, a yes and then a yes a yes a yes we don't care how many no's you get we're going to go through until we get more referrals than anything else and we're going to build we're going to build your business how's that sound Let, uh, let me ask you this how did a lot of these big name companies the ones we all know and love we use every day um all start out i i and a it wasn't just friends and family it wasn't there's a there's a nice little infographic that goes around on, on instagram every now and then i love it uh, net- <laughs> Netflix didn't like it's it's all these specialized companies like Netflix didn't kill Blockbuster the high fees did like the late fees for those of you who are too young to understand Blockbuster there's actually one still left in existence which is epic um, Airbnb actually has a place for it which is really cool but <clears throat> besides the point Blockbuster was a place you go to rent movies at the time like VHS's and DVDs and like early video games you would literally like a library, you would check these out, and then if you didn't return it back, you would accumulate late fees. And for the thing was like every day it was like a few bucks or whatnot. Uh, I, I I think the highest like late fee I had was like thirty six dollars, and I was freaking out at the time. But that was a different age. But then Netflix came around and did a online um online movie rental service in terms of they would actually. You would actually check out the movie online. They would send you the physical copy to you, because uh, I, I did this, and then you would you watch as much as you want, and then you you put it back in the, uh, a specialized envelope, and you would send it back. GameFly did the same thing with video games. Probably the two like I don't know what happened to GameFly, but uh, Netflix uh, was like the first to pioneer this, in my opinion. I think they were. I think they beat GameFly. GameFly learned from them. Anyway. Uh, you would check like you would check out uh, whatever DV, like whatever series or movies or whatever, and they had some pretty good ones, and they had some weird ones that no one really even knew about, which is really cool. And then after a while, they updated to a streaming service, and then Blockbuster just slowly fade away because people were now able to go online, check out the movies they wanted, and they had no you just return it whenever whenever uh, you you could. But here's the best part. You couldn't check out this, the, this like if so if there was an episode of a TV series or like of a disc or a movie, they only had so many copies. So like if it was checked completely out, you had to wait until that person returned that uh, back until you could check it out yourself. Like it was basically priority like whoever was next in line. And it's pretty cool. But there was no there was no late fees. So it was really awesome. And then they, they upgraded to online streaming service. Like they were able to take everything and then upload it to a server. And then you can just watch it as often as you want. And then they started really early on. And it was, it was brilliant. Same thing with Amazon. Um, what, was, what was the thing on it? Was it Amazon? Actually, I know the Uber one better. Uh, Uber didn't kill the, um, the taxi service. What was it? The... 
crap. Yeah, it's like Netflix, Uber, Amazon, Airbnb, and there was like one more. I forgot what. There's like one bit, one other big one. But these specific companies didn't kill the ones before it. Like, um, Amazon didn't kill, kill the bookstore or something like that. Airbnb didn't kill the hotel industry. Um, Netflix didn't kill Blockbuster. Ne- uh, all, like all like all these like big name companies. Like you can find their opposites. It's like they didn't they didn't do that. They didn't kill them. That's like these certain things that these original companies had is what what hurt them and like put them mostly out of business. So. Why am I saying this? Like, why am I going on this big rant? Network marketing has to evolve. And it is evolving. It has to update itself. It's not take it's not gonna take like you don't need to be a genius. You don't need to be like some rich entrepreneur. No, you just need to be um constantly growing and learning. Yes, you need to learn marketing. That's how I've looked at this. I'm like, no, I'm not going to be the next like Amazon and Netflix. That's not my ambition. No. But my ambition is to be able to help this industry turn itself around and turn like grow. Like I want to be able to put real marketing, like marketing didn't kill network marketing. The old, the old ways did. That makes sense. So understand that like put something Put yourself in front of the opportunity of your company. Put something that you can sell. Put something that you can offer. And then, yes, does that mean make a little money and stuff like on the front end? Of course. That's the whole goal, right? Be able to leave uh, your nine to five or like all these, like start living that laptop lifestyle, that passive income style that like, you know, that keeps getting, pro- like they, they keep advertising. No, show them. Show everyone. Be like, look. What I do on the front end is for me. Like, this is where I really focus on. I build this on the back end. This isn't my main life right here. It is a part of it. It is a part of my business. But what I focus on is here because I deliver more value here. And that's what I'm focused on. That's what I'm building on. That's why I'm, like, I'm doing these things as well. And, like, you should be too. You should be doing something similar. Do something yourself. Do something that could be the opposite. As long as it's morally, ethical meaningful and provides value and helps others and stuff like that i will put that disclaimer uh, disclaimer so but i will say this the next time you're in chipotle you won't look at it the same because i don't <laughs> i'm just looking at order bump order bump upsell upsell <laughs> uh that's pretty much it i mean like think about it um was it uh does does starbucks make money off their off their main drinks no <laughs> when you change sizes that's where they make money they actually lose money the, all the extra stuff you add on so I know this is like I kind of went all over the place but like that's why I was like trying to circle back and like relate it like pull 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 a ball back through in terms of like alright here's what I mean by it and whatnot. so but hope you're all doing well hope you're all staying safe I hope all, this this kind of made sense and like was able to open up like don't let the network, like, you're the company you're with be the only opportunity you have to offer people. It doesn't matter how many times you do that same presentation with people um, over and over. It doesn't. You can know that presentation like the back of your hand and you can do it in your sleep. Yeah, you could. That's great. Awesome. But if you're just pitching the company, 
and not yourself, don't be surprised when, like, you know, you don't get too many people, like, raising their hand and be like, yeah, definitely, I'll give it a shot, whatever. Because they're not, they're not really joining that opportunity. It doesn't matter what their core story is. But if you sell yourself a bit, look, take this all away and everything like that. Like, let me, let me, let me tell you why, like, why, like, why me? This is, this is why I do what I do. I built this team up. I built my own business. I've been able to do this, this, and this. I've been able to give back to other people because I was able to do this. I felt like I use this system to help these people here, here, and here. I was able to do this, this, like, here's what I, here's what me and my team do. And when you apply, um, if you're accepted, here's what you're going to get. And then walk them through, be like, here's the offer. Here's the offer, offer, you know, offer a story, offer story, offer story. Like start, like you have to like walk people through a process and everything like that. So like the opportunity is the bonus. Like that's what they're getting. Um, you know, that may be the main hub or whatnot or the umbrella or or anything like that, but you know, they're not really, most people, oh my God, I want the compliment. But like, no, you don't want that person. Like literally try to figure out who you don't want as well and stuff. And if I sound like I'm ranting or, or rambling, I mean, I'm just, these, <laughs> these are the things that like I, I'm, I'm focusing on thinking about all the time in terms of like, how can I deliver more value and set myself up apart from everybody else? This is one way. Um, you can too. So uh, if you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone who needs to hear it. Any gold nuggets or anything, share it with your downline, share it with your upline. It's your first episode. Go back to the very beginning. Catch back up. Um, I, I, I'm narrowing down a decent microphone so I can uh, do these recordings a little bit better, not just being outside all the time, but uh, so I can start recording the YouTube videos and then and then uploading them and then going from there. But uh, stay tuned for that. And again, I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all staying safe. And I shall actually see you in the next episode.